them think that it's reality. Our dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Q Code Podcast, Dreamisodes. Uh, we are on to episode, or Dreamisodes... 24. 24. Uh, we, if you don't count the Dream Snips Collection volume series. Okay, so those are separate. Yeah. yeah. Which I had to go back <laughs> and change all my file names <laughs> because so they matched. Because I was... This is officially number 24. Okay. We like to thank everybody who did catch our Dream Snips series part two. <laughs> <laughs> so we're releasing Dream Snips part two before this, right? Yes. Okay. Which you have already heard. Yes, which we already released. <laughs> <laughs> Alan has a hard time with visualizing time frames. <laughs> We're releasing Dream Snips Part 2 before we release this one because we've already released Dream Snips Part 2. Yes. Well done. Remind me because, okay, so I just listened to our first, I re-listened to our first Dream Snips. So I can't remember what was in the second Dream Snips. So (laughs) the first one is... How he does... What? How do you say snips? Dream snips. Snips. <laughs> Dream snips collection volume two included great hits such as Fugitive Allen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fugitive Allen. <laughs> uh, the worst detective in the world. <laughs> uh, long ass haircut. Okay. <laughs> Poor man who just got his windshield <laughs> clean for no reason. Not his windshield, just like a four by four <laughs> inch oh, square yeah, of his windshield. Square. Well, I was making a point. And uh, you're fired. <laughs> I don't remember that one. You were the main star of that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we worked for the president. Yeah. Okay. Or I did. You worked at the White House. I worked at security. the White House. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, and we said that that was a premonition because he had this dream before all the stuff that's going on now with Trump. Sorry, I just have a hard time, like, remembering everything because there's just been so many dreams, and then you throw in three dreams, well, technically six dream snips, and uh, my brain gets a little foggy, (laughs) but uh, we've got a brand new one for you this week. There's already a Dream Snip 7. This one is... Just letting you know. Wow, okay. There's a Dream Snip 7. So when we get through a Dream Snip 8 and 9, we could have a Volume 3 coming out. This one, I can just fill it right now. It is a thicker one. (laughs) So, yeah. You just don't want to say the same (laughs) thing as every time. Every single time. It's a little hefty. It's a big boy. So... Let's go ahead and flip this baby on over and get started, shall we? For anyone who doesn't know Alan very well, I bet this is right up Alan's alley. (laughs) And without looking at anything, I can see that there is a preface. uh, Famous Daniel (laughs) preface to the audience so that we can understand his dream better. I like to help, you know, 
the narrative so you guys understand where I'm coming from because I know because it's in my brain. So Dreamisode number 24, Crypto Your Way to Space. Ooh, that's why you said it would be his favorite. <laughs> Alan would be so excited to crypto This is his way a to space. very long preface. So I like pay for a ride to space with Bitcoin or something. <laughs> yep. It's pretty much right on, Alan. Good job. For whatever reason, I feel as though this dream requires a bit of disclaimer or setup. Now that I think about it, I'm sure most of my dreams could use a similar setup. Anyway, here is the disclaimer for this dream. I was not specifically told this or was witness to any specific dates or calendars within my dream that would support this statement. However, at a gut level, I feel as though this dream takes place in the near future, a time that is not so far off. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the near future means. (laughs) Yet a time that is not quite here yet. (laughs) He just said the same thing three times in a row. Near future, a time not so far off, and a time that is not quite here yet. I guess that is again not sure why I feel this list. Feel the listener should know this, but it just feels like it would help one get into the proper mindset for this imaginary world. See, I like to help people out trav thank you now now you feel like you're in a better place right to do it's in here this it's in the near future a time not so far off yet a time that is not quite here yet (laughs) so (laughs) i guess that is describing the same thing huh my first (laughs) recollection of this nighttime reverie (laughs) i've already messed it up my, my first recollection of this nighttime reverie is coming to the realization that I had a new goal, or dare I say, purpose in life. I was now hell-bent on going into outer space. I don't know why this is my new life objective, but it is. And now all I have to do is make it a reality. There is one way a non-NASA astronaut can go up into outer space at this point. That is to have access to cryptocurrency. A lot of cryptocurrency. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) at the moment, I have zero cryptocurrency in my account and need to get some in order to make my dreams come true. In this world... (laughs) There is only one way someone. I thought this, I thought this was going to be about me I know. going to space, but you stole my dream. And, <laughs> <laughs> and now you get to go in your dream. <laughs> I didn't say I had you in it. I just said you would love it if you were in it. Well, I would assume if you dreamed about all this, I would be in it. <laughs> In this world, <laughs> you literally just take the aspirations of other people, and <laughs> live them out yourself. And your well, dreams. Alan, just so you know, there's still like eight more pages left. <laughs> yeah, so you could actually end up in here. <laughs> in this world, there is only one way someone can earn a lot of cryptocurrency in a fairly short amount of time. That way is to play online video games. 
I'm not one who is into or has played many video games, especially in my adult lifespan, but my resolve to get into outer space is so great that I immediately download a handful of games and start practicing so that I can eventually get good enough to start earning cryptocurrency in droves. (laughs) Over the next several months, I learn the ins and outs of the online gaming world and start getting good enough to hold my own and even earn a little crypto on the side. However, I can see that at this current pace, it will take me forever to make enough cryptocurrency to get into space. Luckily, it was at about this time when I stumbled across a game, much like Clash of Clans or World of Warcraft, a game in which you start building a community, plant food, harvest materials, build buildings, and eventually start amassing an army and trying to conquer other players' cities and towns. The appeal of this game to me is as you start to level up, you can earn more and more cryptocurrency. The amount you earn at first is very little, but as your community grows, your army gains power, and you begin taking over and defeating other players' armies. Your earning potential earning <laughs> what? Your earning potential earnings go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the best players in this game are able to take town enormous to take town enormous amounts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you went down yeah. to take town enormous amounts of cryptocurrency over extremely short periods of time. So from that moment forward, I decided to focus solely on this game in hopes of leveraging the game into enough crypto that I could then travel to space. The next several months are spent getting better and better at the nuances of this game and leveling <laughs> several months. <laughs> you got to really practice, Trev. Practice makes perfect. I understand that, but- You're dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) The next several months. Uh, Well, I mean, I already dreamed through some months because I was playing other games for a few months and then I found this game and then I started practicing. This is probably this game or this dream is probably the longest span you've ever spent in a dream. It's months. It's literally. When you say months, before you played for months, and now this is several months later, so yeah. you're probably like eight, ten months into this. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next several months are spent getting better and better at the nuances of this game and leveling up with each new victory I accumulate. I eventually get to a point in which I start attracting hordes of viewers through a t- excuse me, whoa, a Twitch-like platform and become a minor celebrity. In the online gaming sphere. <laughs> Hi, my name is Danny. Welcome to my Twitch. <laughs> er, er, Twitcher. I think it's Twitcher. Is no, it Twitcher? It's Twitch. Yeah, is Twitch. it Twitch? I Twitcher so. account. But the way you said, <laughs> welcome to my Twitch. <laughs> it's like, I just have a Twitch. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's just a video of Danny just sitting it. there and he's just like, just twitching his head. <laughs> this is my Twitch. <laughs> Or do you ever have, like, when your eye just twitches by itself? Yes. I think you're supposed to drink milk. Is that <laughs> is that the remedy? I don't know. Your I eye just want to say, drink milk. get that man some milk. Okay. This, 
<laughs> Isn't that like a famous saying? No. Got milk. <laughs> Get that man some milk. <laughs> I, swear, I swear that there's something that's like, Get that man some meal. It might be a famous saying like at grandparents' houses. <laughs> I thought it was like in the sports world or something. I don't think so, man. People from all over the planet cheer me on each day as I slowly climb up the ranks within the game. This happens day after day, week after week, and month after month until my army within the game is so strong that I am now ranked number two in the world. <laughs> There is only one man whose army is a match for mine, and that is a player who is ranked none other than number one. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not know That's what suspenseful. is... <laughs> Had you said number three, I'd be like, what? <laughs> Once I reach this precipice, more and more fans start coming out of the woodwork, telling me that I need to challenge the number one player to a head-to-head battle to see if I can dethrone him from his perch at the top. Finally, a date is scheduled for the ultimate showdown. It's the final countdown! <laughs> Between number one and number two, and the entire online community is a buzz about the upcoming matchup. The day of the big melee. <laughs> I think it's melee. Melee. <laughs> Did I spell it melee? I don't know. I'm just trying to hit all the little accents that are on there. <laughs> melee finally <laughs> arrives, and the two of us, top ranked players, engage in an all out war within the video game. For hours, we battle it out, attacking and counterattacking, while millions of streaming viewers watch. It's a, at about the 12-hour mark of this continuous onslaught that the two of us realize that neither army has gained much of an edge. We speak briefly via the chat function within the game and decide to call it a night with the plan to resume the battle again in the morning. So if you guys are destroying each other's armies, aren't you going to just be like knocked down to not the top anymore other people will just surpass you i mean it could happen <laughs> but so far our like the dumbest thing would be to go so powerful that even after 12 hours of battling it out we're still number one and number two <laughs> okay i was glad that we were able to come to this arrangement as i was exhausted at this point i then shut off my computer for the day and headed to bed it doesn't take me long to fall asleep once my head hits the pillow, but my sweet slumber is short-lived as my cell phone begins to ring. I pick it up. I pick up the small hand. It's, it's incredible how many times you can fall asleep in your dreams. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you always sleep in your dreams. <laughs> well, I've been in this dream for months. No, at this point. I think at this point it's almost been a year, if not more. <laughs> because you, for several months later, you were getting better. And then this happens day after day. At, like Once you did get better... It happens day after day, week after week, and month after month until your <laughs> army is... Yeah. So, like, we we're already 10 months into it. Now you've got to be well over a year. <laughs> well, when you have a resolve to go to space, <laughs> Trav, you just do whatever it takes. <laughs> I pick up the small handset and answer. The gentleman on the other end of the line introduces himself and lets me know that he is the number one ranked player that I had... 
been battling against all day. A bit taken aback by this willingness to reach out to me and also wondering how he got my contact info, I quickly sat up in bed. I ask him why he is calling. He lets me know that he is calling to negotiate a mutual peace agreement. He goes on to tell me how impressed he is with my gaming skills. My nunchuck skills. <laughs> my gaming skills. <laughs> is that like on a... Uh, not Peter Parker. Um, <laughs> Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon. Napoleon Peter Parker is <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider <laughs> my attention to detail and my canning knack. Cunning? Did you mean cunning? My canning knack for game theory and strategy? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> He continues on by expressing his thoughts and why he feels a truce would be best for us both. He explains that by calling an armistice, we can both become co-number one ranked players and, and also not completely decimate our armies in the process. Ah. I respond to him in kind, letting him know that I also respect his game and playing style and agree to the ceasefire. We talk for a few minutes about the logistics of the arrangement and decide that we will announce the treaty to the public in the morning. I'm pretty sure that that does not go over well. Why? <laughs> because if I was... Let's just say that there was a sporting event where you got two great teams going at it, and then at halftime, they call each other up in their locker room. They're like, this isn't going to end for one of us. Let's just well. call it. <laughs> this isn't going to end well for one of us. This isn't going to end for one of us. One of us will be playing in perpetuity. So let's just call it quits. Let's just call a truce and we'll come out. And we'll just say we're both Super Bowl champions. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you come out and just somebody's like, yeah, we, uh, we agreed that there's going to be two Super Bowl champions because both teams are afraid to lose. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> I just don't think it would go over very well. See, that's how I feel about the ties that you can have in the NFL regular season. Mm -hmm. It's dumb. It is dumb. But just keep playing ever... until somebody wins. Trav, probably like every other dream has an opportunity to play a man on a PA system and it always ends in good day. <laughs> Whatever he says, good day, good day. <laughs> Just before we hang up, he asks me, what made you put in the time to get so good at this game? I explained to him that I have a goal of getting into outer space as quickly as possible and that I started playing online video games to earn enough cryptocurrency to make that a reality. He seems very intrigued by what I have just said and admits that he too would love to go into outer space someday. You gotta be kidding me. Everything you just said is my favorite thing to do every day. He then proposes that we work together in an effort to make it into outer space. He thinks that between what we, what he has in crypto account and what I have in mine, that we would have enough to get us both... <laughs> <laughs> into space. <laughs> I'm happy in this near future. Like 
everyone's number one goal is to get into space. <laughs> like everyone, everyone became my best friends. I'm just like, yes, society I mean, that I love to live in. Understanding, Kay, that Danny is number two. This guy is number one. So in my head, I'm thinking that Danny probably doesn't have, isn't that far behind number one in cryptocurrency. Now, yeah. I could be wrong, but he's just like, we both realize that we combine our money and we can both get into space, <laughs> which just kind of tells me that you both currently have enough to get into space anyway, <laughs> just to get yourselves in. Excited by this proposition, I agree to take him on as a partner. From that point on, a new friendship was born, and his name was Kevin Durant. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not Kevin Durant. That was last. That was, was like three weeks the Dream ago. Snip Series yep. Collection Volume one. one. On a brief side tangent, throughout this entire time, I'm getting very emotional and frustrated with my wife. <laughs> Because she just keeps leaving the house without telling me where she is going. She'll just up and walk out and leave me with the kids for hours at a time. I'll go looking for her at various times and she's just gone. I keep confronting her about it, but she just brushes off our conversation and keeps <laughs> doing the same thing. I tell her that I don't mind if she wants to go out, but to just let me know so I can have an idea of where she is and when she'll be home. I only mention this because it was so frustrating and was a <laughs> decent part of the emotional turmoil I experienced throughout the dream. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, like his, his dreams always have these weird turns that just have nothing to do with it. Liz, you don't understand. I'm trying to get crypto. I gotta go to space. This is the only way. Way, and it, I, it takes me twice as long to get as much crypto if you're gone. <laughs> Because I got to make the kids PB&Js. <laughs> One PB&J is like 50 cryptos. <laughs> 50 cryptos. <laughs> I, let's see. I know. So all... So cryptocurrency is just one thing. It's like not Bitcoin, Ethereum, or whatever. It's just crypto. I get, you just I need know. to get that I guess crypto. so. Gotta get In my dream, crypto. it was just crypto. <laughs> it was just cryptocurrency. It didn't, wasn't a specific kind that I could remember. I know. Some of you may be thinking to yourself, well, all you've been doing is playing video games for months now. At, might I say, years. <laughs> um <laughs> No wonder she's just leaving whenever she feels like it. I'm thinking that right now. <laughs> typically, See, I've, this, I've noticed this about the audience, and I'm trying to address it. Typically, this may be true, but I feel in my heart of hearts <laughs> that I was managing this side hustle while still spending an ample amount of time with her and the kids, as family time is very important to me. Anyway... Enough on that. Back to the meat of the dream. <laughs> he just wants everybody to know that he's not such a total turd. You have dreams. You're trying to accomplish them. But sometimes your family doesn't love it. You know? 
So the next morning, my new space partner and I announced to the world that we had negotiated a peace treaty and that our online armies would not be battling anymore for the foreseeable future. However, we also explained to the masses that in addition to negotiating the truce, we have decided to pool our resources together and will be planning and preparing ourselves for a space journey into in the upcoming months. From that point on, the two of us started training and ordering equipment for our forthcoming space this adventure. This is what you announced to the, every, all the fans? Yeah. That's like the most condescending. <laughs> First of all, we're just going to agree that nobody's better and like take away from your fun, like Travis said, with the Super Bowl, whatever. <laughs> but also, we're going to go to space. We have tons of crypto. You don't. You're poor. We're rich. <laughs> We just had to announce it. That we're going to well, make this. If they huge... want crypto, they better get good at this game. <laughs> just want to announce right now that me and number one are good friends. <laughs> we're best buds. And we are definitely going to space together. <laughs> now that I think about it, it happened so quickly. It all happened on one phone call. Like It's, it's almost like they... And we... we we talked to each other, we figured it out, and we decided we're going to call an online press conference <laughs> to tell everybody about our space adventure <laughs> that we will soon depart on. But we are like celebrities in this world because uh, we're number one and number two. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, actually, <laughs> now we're co-number ones. Yeah, now you're co-number ones. We would stream our training sessions online and also stream moments such as when we opened the boxes that our spacesuits were shipped in, <laughs> etc. There apparently seemed to be an entire market based around personal space exploration since we could order all kinds of things to help us get ready for the voyage and use for training. I would just have a slight problem trusting a spacesuit I got on Amazon. <laughs> well, it got good reviews. <laughs> hey, number one, it says here in the Amazon reviews that it's only killed like three people. <laughs> I think we got a chance. <laughs> it's true because I don't think I ever know what his actual name is, so I probably did have to just say, Hey, co number one. He, he number one. <laughs> yeah, co number two. <laughs> co number one. Co number two. At some point, does number one ever go? Who does number, number two. two work for? And Danny's like <laughs> Brighton Bank. <laughs> I don't work for them in this dream. In this dream, I'm a celebrity. He's an entrepreneur. Online gamer. This industry existing seemed a bit strange once it became apparent that the government really did not want us traveling up into space. At first, we were contacted by NASA personal, personnel asking us to postpone our space flight, but that soon escalated to threats that had us worried whether the government would show up at our homes to either arrest us or worse, kill us. I'm not sure why they are so adamant that we don't go. Because <laughs> I don't think you can just go into space. 
So they're probably like in this world you can apparently it's a not too far future. So I don't. <laughs> if Elon Musk has anything to do with it, you'll be able to. Yeah, he has an aggressive timeline. Are they hiding something in low Earth orbit? Would we be exposing them of some wrongdoing? Who knows? But we aren't going to let the government deter us from our personal goals. For the next little while, we continue to train for our trek to space. This is just where we need a montage of just like, you know. And Danny's just like, just drinking eggs. He's punching. That came out really like groggy. Let's <laughs> try that again. Wait, now I don't have the beat anymore. For the next, <laughs> for the next little while. Oh wait, oh yeah. I feel for like the, you're. Uh, this the feeling you have in this is like the feeling that all the people that went to the Area Fifty One raid had. Like, are they hiding something? Why don't they want us to go there? We're not going to let the government deter us from our personal goals. Personal goals of seeing an alien. <laughs> and then like, there's just a whole group of people running Naruto style. It's like... No, so I can see you. <laughs> at the end of this, you just like there's a big rocket and you and number one look at each other like, if we Naruto run toward it, they can't get us. <laughs> <laughs> we Naruto run into space. For the, ne- for the next little while, we continue to train for our trek to space. How long have you been in this dream? Because <laughs> they're literally training for space after you've been playing video games for over a year. <laughs> Suddenly, one of our fans reaches out to us and lets us know that they just heard about a pair of siblings whose parents just passed away in a tragic accident and that their dreams and aspirations in life are to travel to space someday. The story was so heartbreaking that we decided to reach out to the kids to see if they would like to join us on our space trip. The two of them gladly accepted the invitation because why wouldn't you put your, your life in the hands of two random online gamers to go to space, right? <laughs> well, I mean, sadly, their parents died. So who else can they trust? Is that literally the only family? It's like their parents <laughs> die, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, really the only other people that are around that make sense to take care of you are just random online gamers that are trying to go to space. <laughs> So, uh, the kids were actually of teenage age, one brother and one sister. The boy was about 14 years old and the girl about 16. They were old enough that we figured they could handle some of the training that we were undertaking and invited them to stay with us until our launch date. We bought them each their own spacesuits, which they absolutely loved. After some basic training regimens... We decided it was time to step up their preparations a notch and deem them ready to take them on the Devastator. Dun, dun, dun. The Devastator was the name we gave the very high-tech piece of equipment we had purchased to help us train for our space mission. 
It was a large metal disc that had many different components on top of it that represented various systems on the spaceship we'd be flying in. The disc would then levitate several hundred feet up in the several hundred. Yeah. I, several hundred feet up in the air. You got to put it in a situation that you are really concerned about falling off. <laughs> Yeah, this is horrible training equipment and would then begin to spin. The spinning would start off slowly, but would gain momentum and spin faster and faster the longer you were on the disc. The point of all this, all of this was to help one learn how to perform various tasks on the spaceship under high pressure situations. A trainee had to clip in and work on a problem, declip, then move on to another problem. All while not being thrown off the edge of the disc and dying. <laughs> you did not say dying, but that's what would definitely happen. It's like, why even go into space if you're just going to die? That sentence, well, didn't, that sentence yeah. didn't make sense. <laughs> why you I don't meant, die, and I then meant, you go into Why space. train to go into space? When you'll die before you and, get Yeah, there. that's what I meant. <laughs> That is exactly what I meant. <laughs> However, bringing teenagers up to train made things much more difficult, as we had to constantly cover for their mistakes by catching them in midair before they would fly off the edge of the disc. So you guys are all on the disc at the same time? Yeah. It's just like, I just picture you guys on a disc that's kind of going about as fast as like the Gravitron does, like at... Um, like fairs? Like fairs. And you're just... I mean, your faces are just like flying back and you're just trying to put like cables into different holes. Meanwhile, you're just like, don't fall off. <laughs> you will surely die. <laughs> then you will not be going to space. Yeah. And so, I mean, by this point, number one and I were pretty adept to being able to do these tasks, but... <laughs> We now had to worry about these two teenagers who would make mistakes and then would start flying off the saucer, at which point I would have to reach out, grab them midair, probably usually grabbing their little uh, clippy tassel. <laughs> clippy tassel. <laughs> Whatever the, the thing was on their suit that you would clip on. What would you call that? A rope? <laughs> <laughs> your dream man i don't know <laughs> but it was like made out of that material that you would can like tow cars are they called, with are they called like <laughs> carabiners know? yeah i mean the cl clippy part <laughs> but like it was attached to like nylon flat cord kind of things okay all right like, i do just do want to point those out things that you put your name tag on like you know what i'm talking about you put it over your a lanyard lanyard, lanyard. yeah yeah, but I, it was thicker like than a lanyard. I just want to point out that it's your own dang faults, you and number one. <laughs> if you recall the last paragraph, I, you guys said that you deemed them ready to take them on the Devastator. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Man. obviously they were not ready. That's really incriminating. <laughs> so... Once caught, we'd have to help them clip onto something sturdy before resuming the training exercises. 
Eventually, we received a cease and desist letter from NASA telling us that since we did not heed their prior warnings, we are now banned from entering NASA property and would therefore be unable to execute our flight plans to space. <laughs> you are banned from the place that you have been banned from. <laughs> That you couldn't enter in any way because you are not NASA personnel. <laughs> no, like, but prior to that, it was kind of like an airport. Like, you could go there if you had your crypto and fly to space. <laughs> why Why do they even make it possible? Because <laughs> they didn't think If anyway. NASA doesn't want you up there, the government doesn't want you up there, why is the only way that you can get up there not being a NASA, like... <laughs> Like a member of, I think they NASA's. didn't think it through. They just said, "Here's the price tag of crypto," and they're like, "No one will ever." Number get two here. and number one decided, you know what? We're gonna call them on it. <laughs> we're going to space <laughs> with all of our crypto. <laughs> Devastated with the news, the four of us devised a plan to dress up as security guards on the day of our launch and sneak onto the spaceship that would fly us into space. Once This is where it would come in handy to be invisible. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's come full circle. That Once, was in the uh, previous episode. Well, in the Q Code episode. Yeah, that happened a few weeks ago. <laughs> I forget that we're recording a whole new thing when we're doing this dream. And then I bring bring like stuff in from an, a, a different episode that we just recorded, really, but that people listened to three weeks ago yeah. in real life. <laughs> yeah, we really messed up our recordings. <laughs> so, sorry, people. Once on the spaceship, we would upload our cryptocurrency to the ship, and then would lift off into outer space. It's like you get in there and you sit on. It's like, please deposit your cryptocurrency. <laughs> You have insufficient funds. <laughs> no, I got a million cryptos. <laughs> That's the cost. That's the cost is a million cryptos. <laughs> Awkwardly, everything did not go as planned. Really. We were able to sneak into NASA easily enough, wearing our security guard out outfits. That's all it takes. <laughs> I can get in. I'm security. You got it, man. <laughs> it's just like one of those t-shirts that anyone can buy. It just says in white letters on a black t-shirt, security. <laughs> it's a foolproof plan. Yeah, it's just one that says, like, FBI, but on the back it says, full-bodied inspector. <laughs> <laughs> but once inside, we found that NASA launch protocols had changed. Therefore, we could no longer upload our, our cryptocurrency directly from the spaceship itself, but instead must load it from a mainframe computer located elsewhere on NASA grounds. Once we successfully loaded the ship with the cryptocurrency, so there's, there's a piece in here. <laughs> there is just a big gap that is just taken out. It's like they're in the spaceship, <laughs> all four of them. <laughs> Was, did, did NASA not know that two of your security guards were like prepubescent? <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know when do you hit pu puberty. I don't know. Well, well they were I'm just, fourteen and sixteen. Okay, not maybe not pre, but pubescent. <laughs> okay, that's 
<laughs> like one, he's like, "Hi, sir." <laughs> I'm going to space. <laughs> I'm security. But <laughs> so there's four of them sitting in this spaceship, right? I don't even know if they have spacesuits on. They've just been able to infiltrate NASA by looking like security guards. Now they're in, in this spaceship trying to load their cryptocurrency so they can blast into outer space. When it tells them that basically you cannot load your cryptocurrency here, you have to load it from another mainframe. <laughs> Apparently, fast forward, they've already done that, figured it out. <laughs> they figured out where the mainframe is, how to get in there, how to load the cryptocurrency. <laughs> your dreams are weird because your dreams force you to sit through a year of training and... <laughs> video games and gathering cryptocurrency but when it actually comes to the cool spy like stuff that you have to do and sneak around just, and you're just access the mainframe we're gonna like, skip that part <laughs> that was done easily <laughs> once we successfully loaded the ship with the cryptocurrency we could then run over to the ship board and take off it took us a while but we eventually figured out where to upload the cryptocurrency <laughs> We then had to devise a plan to accomplish this task. Oh, so maybe we are getting there. Oh. You just did it all weird. A few minutes later, the crypto. Wait, word no, no. He keeps giving us like little bits and pieces, like he's going to tell us. And then the next, the next line is: a few minutes later, the crypto had been uploaded. So he's like, we had to devise a plan. I'm just going to skip over the plan. Let me just tell you, we already uploaded it. <laughs> it was only a few minutes later after it's a very we devised easy the plan. Thing to do. <laughs> well, when you got these security, you, got, you can go anywhere. <laughs> I don't know NASA why has I didn't no specifically idea. dream all like, the details of that, but I just... <laughs> maybe I just couldn't remember. Later, the crypto had been uploaded, and we started to make our way toward the spaceship with the anticipated... With the anticipation that we would soon be in space. <laughs> Unluckily for us, NASA had caught wind that we were on the premise plotting to hijack a spaceship and fulfill our dreams. <laughs> just You're not like, hijacking it. You paid millions of crypto. The thing is, is they're probably just watching from their like security station. They're just like... All right, sir, how far do we want to let them go before we actually put a stop to this? And they're like, wait for them to upload their millions of crypto. <laughs> then get them. They're like, this is actually better than just regular TV. This is awesome. Let's just sit here and try and watch this and see what happens. I can, I can see Danny sneaking around like, uh, what's his name on... Emperor's new groove. Gronk. Like, Gronk. Yeah, where he's making his own sound like, effects. <laughs> <laughs> this caused us to have to scatter and find alternative routes back to the spaceship as other security guards were running around looking for us. However, sometime during all of this running around, we could hear the rocket engines on the spaceship. We were about to heist roar to life. All right. An automatic countdown began, and the next thing we knew, or we know, the spaceship is lifting off the launch pad, heading straight up toward the upper atmosphere and beyond. 
At this point, not only did NASA know what was going on, not only did NASA know what was going on, but news crews from all over the area had also been made aware of the juicy story and were scattered around the launch area reporting on what they knew. So, wait, so Nat, by the way, to get in orbit, you don't go straight up. Yeah, you go, damn you go up and then start curving in an arc. Not in this world. So how much did they know? Like when you say like not only did NASA know, like what do you mean how much did they know? Is it basically like they knew the whole time or just once they caught wind? Yeah, they caught wind. They caught wind and then we told, were trying to... then told the press and the press was like, yeah, let's just go get a, take a look at these kids. Look at these four guys. <laughs> these two dudes and these two kids are trying to hijack a spaceship. <laughs> this is making front page news. <laughs> pretty much so yeah they just had like news crews and vans and just talking and, and reporting and videotaping the rocket takeoff all right so during this time i just so happened to be hiding out between a large concrete column that was supporting part of the weight of one of the large nasa buildings and a tinted window on that building <laughs> <laughs> Yet, if I looked up slightly, I could see a TV through the window that was tuned to a news channels, tuned to a news channels, and was reporting on the incident. Much to my surprise, it appears as though Kyrie Irving was visiting NASA and was taking a tour of the spaceship we fully loaded with cryptocurrency and was now in the ship halfway to the moon. <laughs> is it? Is it? Kyrie Irving, the one who thinks that like yeah, the like Earth flat is flat. Earth. He's like, <laughs> well, he's gonna find out soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! The news continued to report that Kyrie was now having a full blown panic attack. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. You're just thinking that you're going to tour of a spaceship and just get a look at it, and all of a sudden it's blasted off, and now you're in outer space. Does he have a spacesuit? No, he was just in the street clothes. <laughs> They're like, this is the greatest day of news ever. We first had four, two, two men, two unnamed men, and two or children. We know their names are number one, one and, and number, number two, two. Trying to hijack a plane, not a plane, a spaceship. And now Kyrie Irving accidentally gets put into the spaceship as it is launched. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is having a panic attack and was unable to assist NASA personnel in helping to get the ship returned to Earth safely. <laughs> so I'm just going to put her down right here. Just in the Wait, so he's in his own spaceship? No, he's yeah. in or their he's spaceship. In with, uh, well, we loaded it and then we went to go get on it, but then it took off. Oh, okay. So NASA personnel were in the process of devising a plan to get the rocket turned around remotely and return the NBA star to Earth in one piece. So is this like the scene from Apollo 13 where they're like, <laughs> we got to do this and this, and these are all the supplies we can do it with. <laughs> we got to figure it out and bring Kyrie home. <laughs> Pretty much. They're like, we got a piece of like dryer tubing, tubing aluminum. Like a milk Venting. cart crate. <laughs> <laughs> I continued to watch the news footage from my hiding spot between the pillar and the tinted window, right? Yep. This is a good hiding spot. As it, as it sinks in that 
with every passing moment that Kyrie is in space, the balance in my partner's and my crypto account is rapidly depleting. <laughs> Once the balance is too low, we will never be able to get ourselves into space. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that that's a possibility anymore. <laughs> Pretty sure the government is going to shut down any type of possibility of anybody going into space without their their knowledge. <laughs> Then suddenly, as the depression started kicking in due to our diminishing cryptocurrency balance, something miraculous occurred. One moment our crypto balance was dropping like flies, and the next the balance stops and reverses course. The balance within our account starts rising faster and faster. What's going on? I thought to myself. Once again, my answer is displayed on the television screen in which the news broadcast I've been watching is on. The news crew was now reporting on a story in which millions of people around the world whom have been watching all of this go down were in fact rooting for us to make it into outer space. We had become the symbol of freedom for so many oppressed people. <laughs> what the hell? This is, what kind of near future is this where NASA is the oppressor of all? Danny, Danny's like, <laughs> big bad NASA. He's like, I have a dream that any man with millions of cryptocurrency can fulfill his lifelong dream of living in space. Not living, just visiting. Visiting. <laughs> and may NASA not oppress us any longer. <laughs> we must be a free people. Free to roam intergalactically as we see fit. Good day. <laughs> rocket scientists and engineers. <laughs> Who do they think they are? <laughs> we had become the symbol of just, <laughs> the symbol of freedom <laughs> for so many oppressed people all, all around the world who wanted to see an end to all of this bureaucracy. <laughs> see, Danny always has to become the hero. It's just a dream about wanting to get into space, man. And then all of a sudden you are the symbol of freedom. <laughs> the news story goes on to say that a person had set up a GoFundMe account for us and that people have been donating cryptocurrency to us and our cause at a record-breaking pace. Over a short amount of time, this generous community had donated billions of dollars worth of <laughs> cryptocurrency to us, which was more than enough to not only get us into space, but to also help change the space industry forever. <laughs> I was so moved and overcome with the generosity of all these people that I stood up and began marching my way toward another ship with a few with a newfound determination that I would still make it to space today. <laughs> Yeah, as if they didn't learn from their first mistake. They just have like what, like just seven, like just ten, ten ships just ready to go. While the moment, uh, the moment cryptocurrency is loaded, while you were, while you were marching toward the spaceship, were you wearing like an orange flight suit, and it's all in slow motion. <laughs> Bruce Willis is there with you. It was very like patriotic music playing in the background. 
so I would still make it to space today. That, or at least I'd die trying. The others must have had a similar feelings. <laughs> as my <laughs> dang s's. As my space partner. <laughs> My space partner and the two teenagers also came out of hiding to join me in our inaugural trip to space. (laughs) Why are they donating billions of dollars in cryptocurrency to get four random people to space when they could use this to like help homeless people help the The homeless people don't accept crypto. <laughs> if they could purchase goods and services and give it to the homeless. I don't know. They just really wanted us to go to space because we were a symbol of freedom for them, those oppressed people. At this point, the higher ups of NASA at NASA must have seen the writing on the wall as they called off their dogs and let us walk onto the walk on the and board another ship. We all sat in our seats in the cockpit and waited. You just waited for the like, lo- <laughs> wait. Are you the one initiati- initiating the launch sequence, or is it NASA? <laughs> no, just, no. He just said. You get in there. They waited for the launch countdown to begin. We all looked at each other one last time before taking off toward the stars. At this moment, we simultaneously became heroes and national icons to millions and would go down in history as the ones who disrupted the dictator like government space agency. (laughs) Once our trip to space was over, we landed. See, that's another thing. Like, we, we don't even get, like, what happens in space. We just, we're gonna just fast forward. All right, so we went to space, okay? I wanna talk about when we got back to Earth now. (laughs) Once our trip to space was over, we landed, and I went home eager to tell my wife about what had happened. (laughs) She doesn't know already. Yet at this moment, I came home and found that my wife and my kids were not home because they left me because I was so. determined to get to space that I just completely neglected the rest of my life. <laughs> now that he didn't put that in there, but yet, of course, when I get home, she was nowhere to be seen. <laughs> I waited for several hours until she got home and once again, talked to her about letting me know where she's going. So I don't have to worry about her. You were in space. <laughs> She doesn't have to let you know crap, dude. <laughs> the least she could have done was <laughs> sent me an intergalactic message. <laughs> Something to let me know where you were. Ah. <laughs> uh, we then got ready to go out on a date and left the house for dinner and a movie. Unbeknownst to me, the movie we ended up watching on our date that night just so happened to me happened to be a movie based off the facts of my space story. How long were you in space? They're already making movies about you. I watched as the main character played online video games to earn cryptocurrency. 
watched as he trained for his trek to space and watched as the action-packed climax arrived when he was finally able to board a ship to space. But right as he gets to space, it's going to cut because nobody knows what happens when you got to space. After the movie was over, everyone in the audience cheered and were overtaken with emotion from this heroic chronicle. I then stood up and began walking out of the theater with a warm feeling in my heart as I knew that my story had given hope to millions of people around the world. This is when I woke up. I, I think you didn't wake up then. I think you woke up a long time ago. I think you woke up when you were sandwiched between the concrete pillar and the, and the tinted window. And then you're just like, I can't let it in here. I gotta be a hero. I gotta be a symbol of freedom from this oppressed world where NASA doesn't let you just travel to space anytime you want. Uh, nope, it's true. I remember sitting and watching my own movie. <laughs> Gal. <laughs> literally, this was one of them that has an ending. It's got an ending. It's so almost- like... It almost makes me not want to go to space anymore <laughs> in real life. Because <laughs> like, I did such a good job of describing what it would be like. You don't need to experience it yeah, anymore. None of us know what it's like to go to space. <laughs> even, even fake space in your dream because you didn't tell us. We don't know. The ironic thing is, like, I honestly didn't even notice that plot hole when, <laughs> when I was dreaming it and writing it down. <laughs> it wasn't until you pointed out, like, what happened? I went, I went to space, but I don't know. <laughs> but then I came back. <laughs> like, what did you guys do? Obviously, know. like, what happened to the I other think ones? NASA wiped our minds. So you we came back. See what happened when we were up there? Did the kids in number one come back? I think so. So these things we'd never know. But I just came back and I went home to find my wife, but she wasn't there. <laughs> God. All righty. Well, hopefully he even threw in like not only is he like the hero that liberated everyone from under NASA's big foot, but he he threw in these kids that were just like orphaned all of a sudden, and he had to save these little kids. And, sure, I'll bring them to space with me. <laughs> like, I just like in- like everything that you could do to be a hero and. <laughs> The best person in the world is what you dreamed about. It's like in the end of all this, like he comes home and he's like upset that Liz (laughs) didn't tell him where she was going. (laughs) Look, I'm sorry, Danny. I didn't know. I didn't know I had to figure out how to talk to you in space. To tell you, I just got to go to the store and pick up some groceries. <laughs> or how hypocritical, because did he tell her he was? Yeah, I don't think so. Like when, when, like, when were you going to tell her that you were planning some type of coup <laughs> 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 against the nat- the government and the space uh, it had program? To be top secret, though. Like, I didn't want to involve those that I love to put them in danger. Yeah, when, <laughs> when did you uh, decide to tell her that you and number one were going to have a press conference? <laughs> I just think that you're being super hypocritical, as Alan has said. 
I concur with those thoughts. But. I don't know. So it sounded like earlier you were like, there's not much happening in this dream. Yeah. How do you feel like it ended up, though? Well, I think in the end, still not a lot happened because you skipped all the good parts. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there was like some juicy thing, it was like, all right, we got in to the spaceship, but then we find out we got to find another mainframe. Fast forward, we found it. <laughs> <laughs> then we finally get to go to space. Fast forward, we're back home. <laughs> so, yeah, I maintain the fact that still not a lot happened in this dream. I mean, you gave us the idea that a lot happened. We just don't know about it. So, anyway. <clears throat> All right, well, that is dream uh, that's dream episode number 24, Crypto Your Way to Space. And I actually do think that that is a, that is a title that uh, actually works oh, for this so dream. I finally, so finally succeeded, get one. Crypt, yes. Crypto Your Way to Space. I thought um, long and hard about that one. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at QCO Podcast. Uh, you can visit our website at QCOPodcast.com and uh, interact with us there as well. Um, follow our... our are you, we do have a YouTube page, so you can go and subscribe there. And channel. Dang it! <laughs> channel, I do this every time. YouTube channel. Um, we are available anywhere podcasts are playing. <laughs> <laughs> we do that every time. Visible <laughs> podcasts Whatever. are found. Available found. everywhere podcasts are available. Yep. Um, yeah, we'd appreciate it if you uh, go on and give us a little... A little review, some stars. All right, Trav, do you want to know what happened while I was in space? Yeah. I got five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Good job for you. Yeah. But thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, Catch catch our regular episodes every Friday. And then, of course, these dream episodes that are available every Monday. So we will see you next week.